If you are born to a Jewish mother, then you are Jewish. That is who you are. It is in your DNA. It is in your soul. And from the moment you are born until you pass away, you are going to be Jewish. And there's nothing you can do to undo that. Now, you may have grown up not knowing that you're Jewish, and then later on you discovered you were Jewish. That Jewishness is always going to be with you, even though if you didn't know about it, but it is there. If we look in the book of Genesis, into the third portion, we read how God appeared to Abraham. And God told to Abraham, I want you to leave and go to a city that I will show you. And when you get there, I will make you a father unto a nation that whoever you bless will be blessed. So something very interesting came upon the thought that with many others that God communicated with, there was a bio, there was some history there. When we look about when God spoke to Noah, it spoke about who Noah was, where he came from, what he has done, he was our most righteous person. When God spoke about Moses, God spoke about where Moses came from, who his family was. There was some history, there is a bio, there's an introduction of who Moses were. But yet with Abraham, it's very interestingly, there is absolutely no bio, no history, no CV of who Abraham is or was. The Torah just says that he was born to Terach with his siblings, and that's all. We know nothing else is written about who Abraham was. And yet, it just says God appeared to Abraham and chose Abraham to be the father of the Jewish nation. So perhaps there is a reason for that. Perhaps there was a reason why there is no bio or introduction in the Bible about who our forefather Abraham was. And perhaps the reason is because the reason God chose Abraham to be the father of the Jewish people is because it wasn't about who he was. It wasn't about what he has accomplished. It wasn't about what he believed in. It wasn't about anything about his life. It was only because of who Abraham is as a human being. That God embraced Abraham as is, where is. In other words, if God would have chosen Abraham because he was so faithful to him, because he uh, spent 75 years teaching the world about monotheism, etc. But Abraham may change that down the road. 
So that wasn't the reason why God chose him. The reason why God chose Abraham and did not share with us any bio introduction who he is, is because Abraham was chosen by God to be the very first Jew. And every Jew that came afterwards, born to a Jewish mother, is chosen the same exact way. And this is a very important lesson to learn. Just like God chose Abraham to be the very first Jew. When you're born to a Jewish mother, you too are chosen to be Jewish for no reason at all whatsoever. And this is a revelation which I want to reveal to you. And I want you to be very aware of it. That even though if you may have lived a life as un-Jewish as possible, if you have been not educated in Judaism, if you did not grow up in a Jewish home, but you were born to Jewish mother, you are as Jewish as I am, as Moses, as all the great leaders and saints and righteous people of all generations. You are no less Jewish. Your Jewishness is not a measurable matter. Your Jewishness is your essence. It's your soul. It's a part of God that was given to you. As being a Jewish person, you have a soul, a neshama. And there's nothing you could do that could change that. So you need to know that. The question to be a Jew or not is not really a question because you really don't have a choice. I want to share with you a letter I read. A colleague of mine received a letter from a fellow called Mr. Edward. And he writes to the rabbi and he says, Dear Rabbi, I am an atheist. I have done everything possible to not live a Jewish life. I was born Jewish, but I don't follow any laws. I don't believe in God. I don't keep kosher. I don't keep the Shabbat. I even married out of the religion. And in my will, I put that I do not want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Dear Rabbi, what else do I need to do to prove that I am not Jewish? What a letter. So the rabbi responded to him and says, Dear Edward, I understand that you have tried everything possible to undo your Jewishness. But yet, when you had this dilemma of how to undo your Jewishness, you did not reach out to your therapist, to your professor, to your doctor, you reached out to a rabbi, which means that your Jewishness is still there. And being an atheist, why would you care where you're going to be buried? Does it really make a difference if you're buried in a Jewish cemetery or not? So it is my understanding that your Jewishness 
that you know that's within you is still within you. Although you're trying as hard as possible to undo it, you end up sending a letter to a rabbi, which means you do understand and you do know that being a Jew, you have a choice to either fight it or embrace it. When I read this correspondence, I thought about it. And I thought about how many people are out there who have either never understood what Judaism is, they have been told later in life that they are Jewish, but they don't know what it is, and how many Jewish people who have grown up Jewish, but do not have a good experience or good education, or do not benefit from the beauty that Judaism has to offer. And they are therefore in a paradox and trying to figure out who they are. Like someone once told me, says, Rabbi, thank God I'm an atheist. Realizing what does it mean to be an atheist? What does it mean not to believe in God? But that has nothing to do with your Jewishness. Your Jewishness can never be undone because it is a gift from God. 3,300 years ago on Mount Sinai, God married us. And there was a marriage ceremony. There was a cloud hovering over the mountain just like a wedding canopy. At that moment, God said, I will take you as a nation, a priestly nation, and you will accept me as your God. And present at Mount Sinai was close to three million people. And every single one at that moment, when they heard the Ten Commandments, they heard God's voices, the marriage was sealed. So here we are 3,300 years later. It is a long chain with lots of, lots of links in the chain, and you are one of them. Being a Jew is a privilege and an opportunity, as well as a responsibility. The day you were born, God said the world can no longer exist without you. Which means that God put us on this world, you and I, with a mission, a task at hand. And if you were born to a Jewish mother, means that you are part of this marriage. You are part of this covenant. And as partners in creation, we have a responsibility and an opportunity. And God has shown His kindness and mercy to us over all the years, persevering us, albeit we have been through the worst of times of any religion that has been through. No other religion has persevered starting from 210 years enslavement in Egypt and then fighting off all the nations on our way into Israel and then trying to keep Israel and then the temples being destroyed, being dispersed amongst the nations, the inquisitions, the pogroms, the holocaust, the genocides, everything we have been through. And yet we are still here today. 
Am Yisrael Chai, the nation of Israel lives. So do not discount or underestimate your Jewishness. Realize and understand that being a Jew is a gift. And even though you may not be aware of what it means to be a Jew, you can learn it. You can grow on it and build on it. Because you're going to have a very special connection to God when you reveal this beautiful soul that is within each one of us. The divine mission that we are all in it together as one family. We are truly one beautiful nation, one beautiful family. And you are part of our family. We love you. We miss you. We embrace you. Even though you may have gone astray, we are here to welcome you back. And this is what our generation needs to hear. And this is what you need to hear. When you're born to a Jewish mother, you are very Jewish, as Jewish as Moses, as holy as Moses, in God's eyes and in our eyes. And all you have to do is reveal the goodness that's in you and begin to study and begin to appreciate the more intrinsic values of life, of living, so that the rest of your life, you could live true to your heritage, true to your connection to God. And your connection to God will develop and can develop. Even though you may have grown up in a home, in a godless home, perhaps, it doesn't mean that it has to remain that way. Great Rabbi Akiva, the author of the Talmud, he was 40 years old when he began his journey to Judaism. Many, many great sages began the journey late in life. But it doesn't discount. Remember in life, there is a small mirror in the car. That's a rear view mirror. That's very tiny. But the windshield is very wide and big in front of us because that is the future. So we all have a beautiful future. When God chose to put you in this world as a Jewish person, there is a reason for that. Don't discount it. Pat yourself on the shoulder, look in the mirror, and be proud that you are from the Jewish heritage. And for people who are not born Jewish, and you want to become Jewish, there is a conversion process. Although we don't proselytize, we're not looking to try to convert people to Judaism. We have, we have a hard enough time keeping Jewish people Jewish. But if someone wants to convert to Judaism, there is a protocol, there is a process that it could be done. So you too can embrace. And many great people have converted to Judaism and have lived a very Jewish life and has changed the course of Judaism for generations. Starting from the great Ruth, who was a Moabite woman who found her way to Judaism and her descendant was King David. And King David's descendant is going to be the Messiah who's going to be bringing salvation to the whole world. So being a Jew, there's nothing you could do to take that away. Be proud of it, own it, embrace it, parade with it, march with it, and you will see that when you make your connection to God, God will connect with you in such a loving, beautiful way because God in heaven is such a caring, loving Father that He will appreciate your sacrifices. He would appreciate your journey to make your journey a most beautiful journey to have a beautiful life. God bless you. God loves you.